You are Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Longhorns Podcast. I am your host, Patrick Kahn. Follow me on Twitter at PatSportsGuy. Locked On Horns on Twitter. We'll show today. We're going to talk a little bit about Baylor, Texas tonight, coming up in a little bit. Uh, first off, I wanted to talk about the excitement level uh, that I found out on Tuesday when Electronic Arts, EA Sports, announced that they will be bringing back the NCAA college football video game franchise. I was pretty excited about that. Something we haven't seen since 2014. Now, they say it's a couple years away, so it's not something that we're Going to get right away, but I have to tell you the, the level of excitement for me personally, love it. The only opportunity that we've had to really play is, as a college in a video game was really Madden's face of the franchise mode where you could choose from eight select teams. This last year they added the Texas Longhorns, so that was exciting. You could see the burn orange in the video game setting, but otherwise it was... Go back and play the 2014 game, which is on those uh, older console uh, gens, like uh, old gen, like uh, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3. That was the only way you could play it. But now you're going to have the opportunity to play it on a next-gen console when it officially does come out. I know they were waiting on you know the NLI, the NILs, the name, image, likeness to be passed. Um, in the NCAA, so the video game, from what I'm understanding from the press release from ESPN, is that it won't actually say NCAA, it's just going to say EA Sports College Football, which is fine, I don't think anybody cares if it says NCAA football on it, I think it's just a level of excitement that a video game for college football to, to return, that is exciting in itself, so who would you play as, that's what I'm going to ask you today, like, what position would you would you make in, in your run for the Heisman? And we know you're going to play as the Texas Longhorns. You're going to be the quarterback? You're going to set all kinds of records at Texas? You're going to be a running back? You're going to go after Ricky Williams' record for rushing yards as a Longhorn? Maybe you want to be a wide receiver and you want to break Roy Williams' records. Or maybe you want to play defense. I mean, there's so many options. So that's what I'm asking you today. Who would you want to be? What position, what records are you going after are you going to become the third Texas Longhorn to win a Heisman whenever you do get your hands on the EA Sports video game? That's that's exciting part of today. You know, coming up tomorrow is a big day as well. We're talking National Signing Day. Uh, we won't actually sit down and record the episode until after National Signing Day is done. Kind of get you recap what happened on the day, who signed with Texas. Uh, we're still waiting to find out about L.J. Johnson, and we'll get into you know more into that tomorrow as we get ready for National Signing Day. The final National Signing Day, we can finally close the book on the 2021 recruiting cycle. Steve Sarkeesian and staff can start working on that 2022 cycle, which we know they're already starting. They're going after some guys. Uh, names to watch, we talked about yesterday. Austin UK, L.J. Johnson, those are a couple of the guys you want to pay attention to as National Signing Day approaches for the Texas Longhorns and Steve Sarkeesian as he tries to wrap up his transition class 
as he moves into 2022 recruiting. All right, real quick, let's talk about baseball again. I know we were focusing on some football news, and we're going to talk basketball here in a little bit. Uh, but the Texas Longhorns put out a press release today announcing their 2021 baseball schedule. They are going to open up their home slate against BYU February 24th to 27th at Dish Falk Field. And that is going to come after the opening, the season opening tournament at Globe Life Field. Uh, we do know about that setup. Uh, Longhorns are going to go on the road to Houston. March 5th through 7th to take on the Cougars uh, before Sam Houston State comes to Austin uh, for a March 9th midweek matchup. Uh, They'll also host a marquee non-conference series against the number 18 South Carolina Gamecocks March 12th through 14th at the Dish. That's going to be exciting. This will actually be their first time that they have played each other since the 2002 National Championship game in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, they also will have a Tuesday night game against UTRGV. Uh, if you know that, if that sounds familiar, they played them in basketball this year. Uh, they will then host Oklahoma March 26th, travel to Kansas, come back home to play Kansas State. Uh, they'll also go to Oklahoma State, host Texas Tech. And then they'll finish up conference play with a trip to TCU for hosting West Virginia to end the regular season. Texas will play a midweek game at Texas A&M in College Station on March 20th. So at least we can get some semblance of that Lone Star rivalry as Texas will play Texas A&M. Abilene Christian will also come to Dish Falk Field in mid-April. They'll... The good thing is the Longhorns get to end the regular season with five straight home games, starting against Texas Southern uh, before they host Rice for a midweek, and then West Virginia to close out the season. So a lot of excitement about baseball coming up uh, as the season gets ready. There's a lot of excitement there. But I think it's interesting, and I, I think a lot of people will too. It seems like they can play each other in basketball. They can play each other in baseball. We're talking about Texas. Texas A&M. Can we get the football game on the schedule, please? Somebody fix this. Sarkeesian, do what you got to do. Get this matchup because I think we all want to see it. And I think people deserve it. I think the fan base definitely deserves that matchup. But I want to tell you about our friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible to stock all the parts you need at a traditional chain storefront why endure the often pointless seemingly intimidating questioning and wait for the counterman to order your parts on his computer choosing only the brands that they happen to carry you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and, and they're reliably low they offer the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody it does not require a membership or an account login they have everything from engine control modules brake parts tail lamps motor oil they got even even got new carpet if you want to re- put some new upholstery in inside your vehicle 
Whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly right to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Head on over to rockauto.com. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with the all, all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. All right, so let's talk about the upcoming class of 2022. And I wanted to start there with Max Preps came out with their junior All-American. So those are the guys that are going to be seniors. The guys that are going to be at the top of recruiting list coming up. Uh, we just want to run through the All-American team and just guys that are targeted by Texas, committed to Texas, or uh, the Texas is definitely going to be in play for. I thought it was interesting. They started out with quarterback. Cade Klubnick, Westlake quarterback, was the first team quarterback. He actually beat out uh, the guy that he played against in the state championship, Quinn Ewers, who was the QB2, or second-team offense. But Cade was number one. You know, he was uh, he led them to the top 25, the number three spot in the top 25 rankings across the country. 4,000 yards of offense, 50 touchdowns. He had an amazing season, and a guy that they're definitely going to be paying attention to. One of the running backs, Jaden Blue out of Klein Kane in Houston. Uh, he rushed for over 2,100 yards and 30 touchdowns in 11 games. He's a guy that's really been looked at as the top running back target for the 2022 recruiting class. He's definitely a guy to keep an eye on. Another guy that was recently offered by Texas, Tyler Booker from the IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Uh, he was first-team offensive lineman. Uh, another guy is a guy that's really been targeted and, and most people believe he's going to be a Texas Longhorn. We're talking about offensive guard Devin Campbell out of Bowie, uh, Arlington, Texas, Arlington Bowie High School. Top-rated offensive lineman from Texas uh, in his class. He, he dominated the competition. I mean, the guy's 6'4", 265 pounds. Uh, definitely a guy to keep your eyes on. He is one of the top. Uh, and so that, that did it for the, the first-team offense. Uh, first-team defense, you have uh, Omari Arb Aber out of Duncanville. Uh, he's a guy that Texas has been targeting, a guy to pay attention to. Uh, Denver Harris of North Shore, another guy that that Texas Longhorns are going to be familiar with. Uh, six foot one, 180 pound cornerback. Uh, you know, according to Max, perhaps he's as good as any defensive back in the country, regardless of class, whether he's a junior, senior. Uh, another guy, Kamari Wilson out of the IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. He's a guy that Texas has been targeting, and he's kind of teased the, the Longhorns on social media. We'll see how that works out. He's, he's supposed to be making his decision soon, so we'll see. Uh, when you get into the second-team offense, Quinn Ewers, uh, like we said, he was on there. Cam Dewberry out of, out of, out of Cedar, uh, which is where Samuel Cosme played. Uh, he's a guy that another guy that's really targeted. Uh, for Texas, and then so th those are some of the top guys on offense. Uh, defensively, you got Bear Alexander, who is actually going to be making his commitment 
on on Wednesday on National Signing Day, he's going to commit. But he was on second team defense, and, and so the, that's where they sit right now uh, as far as the guys that are listed here on the All Max Preps Junior All American team. You know, a lot a lot of Texas targets on that list, and just shows you the type of athletes they're going after. Is that going to change under Steve Sarkeesian? Probably not. Uh, probably more so, they might land those guys. Uh, College Football News recently released their power rankings, the pre-spring power rankings for the Big 12 Conference. We're going to run through those real quick, and then we're going to get into some basketball talk as we get you ready for Texas Baylor tonight in, in Austin. Uh, number 10, Kansas. I don't think it's a shock there. Uh, so college football news says the expectations will be rock bottom going into the season for this team and a program do a whole lot of nothing. We did a whole lot of nothing last year on the plus side. This is the first time in a long while that Kansas developing instead of going to a quick fix to a point, it's still going to require patience. I don't think we're any surprises there. Baylor is number nine. Uh, defense was good. Obviously under Dave Aranda, uh, they need to find out who there's going to be their starting quarterback. Uh, and they need to get a lot better with running uh, the football uh, to help out that young quarterback. Number eight uh, comes in at Texas Tech. Uh, you know, we'll see how they do with the Matt Wells. Uh, he, they are bringing in Sonny Cumbie to run the offense. Uh, they had a mass exodus. Their quarterback, Alan Bowman, who's been the starter for the majority of the last three years. Uh, so we'll we'll see kind of where they go at quarterback and, and some of these other positions as they've seen a lot of those players heading to the transfer portal. Number seven is West Virginia. You know about that team. Good defense. Can their offense catch up? That's going to be the big thing. Their offense needs to catch up for them to be uh, near the top. Kansas State coming in at number six. I think it's a good spot. Uh, we'll kind of see if, if their quarterback can stay healthy. What would have that season have looked like for them last year? Uh, number five is Oklahoma State. They're losing a lot. They lost. They're losing Chuba Hubbard, Tylen Wallace. Who's going to step up for them uh, with Spencer Sanders? They're they're a really good offensive team. They have a really good defensive team, but it's a little inconsistent on the offensive side, especially when you look at the amount of turnovers that they have. Number four is a little surprising. They have TCU jumping up to number four. Um, you know they they won five of their final six games, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do next year uh, with Max Dugan, Zach Evans, uh, and we'll see kind of what happens with that quarterback situation. I know everybody expects Dugan to be the starter, but they did just get a transfer in, uh, Chandler Morris, who is transferring from Oklahoma. They had Iowa State at number three. Uh, I think they said it's going to be a seven-month media gush fest over this team. But Oklahoma is better than it was in 2020. Texas is going to be better. And the rest of the Big 12 should be a bit improved too. So maybe temper expectations surrounding Iowa State heading into next season. Uh, they got Texas coming in at number two. And they said it's not like Texas is far off last year. The honeymoon where Sarkeesian ends in about 30 seconds considering the young offensive talent that he has. Um, wide receiver Brandon Schooler uh, should you know help out. Uh, that'll be interesting. I think, I mean, they're missing college football news. Is kind of missing there with Brandon Schooler. He was he was there last year. Obviously, he didn't do a ton, but Troy Omier is a guy to watch. 
Uh, they, uh, Calvante Dixon is a guy to watch from the slot, along with Jake Smith, Jordan Whittington. We know all the names, but interesting they got him at number two. And obviously, number one is going to be Oklahoma uh, because Oklahoma's won the Big 12 championship pretty much every year. Uh, I think, what, seven straight years. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's an easy take. Oklahoma is the best. Um, and they brought in a bunch of transfers, so we'll kind of see how that all plays out. Uh, but I, I think that's a, the right spot for them. Yeah, number number two uh, for Texas is definitely the right spot for them. But are you ready for some NFL football? Uh, college football is over, but we do have one big matchup coming up in the Super Bowl. Uh, we're gonna we're finally going to establish a winner. You got the young talented Patrick Mahomes going up against the experienced vet who's been to more Super Bowls than any other player in NFL history. We're talking about Tom Brady. There's only one place that has you covered and only one place that we trust. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use our promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-D-O-N, for your 50% welcome bonus. Get all the prop bets. Who's going to throw the first touchdown pass? There is going to be plenty to bet for, so don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports books experts. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you a national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news, insight from every game, every team, and more around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday on the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Well, we got a huge basketball game going on tonight. The Frank Irwin Center, 6 o'clock tip-off. You got the number six team in the country, Texas, hosting the number two team in the country, the Baylor Bears. And for the Bears, it's simple. They've got to find a way to limit Jared Butler and Masi Teague who are averaging a combined 31.7 points per game. When you look at Baylor as a team, they rank as the top Big 12 team in scoring. Field goal percentage, three-point percentage, assists, steals, opponent's field goal percentage, and opponent's scoring allowed. This is one of the best basketball teams, not only in the Big 12, but they might be the best in the country. 16-0, they haven't lost a game yet. Texas is going to be up for a challenge. It is a top six matchup in Austin. It's going to be huge. The last matchup obviously was postponed due to COVID-19 issues on the Baylor side. Texas has seen plenty of their games postponed or canceled due to COVID-19 issues on the opponent side. But the most important thing is Shaka Smart said everybody should be available to return from COVID-19, including himself, provided everybody Passes their COVID-19 test from yesterday. Uh, we haven't received word yet, but that is kind of where it's leaning. And that's going to be huge to have Brock Cunningham back. Jericho Sims back. Uh, you know, Greg Brown, he did return after having to miss a game. They're going to need to be at full strength when they take on the Baylor Bears tonight, 6 o'clock in Austin, Texas. You can watch that game on ESPN. Stream it from the Watch ESPN app, and also you can hear that game on the Texas Longhorns Radio Network, 104.9 FM, The Horn in Austin, if you're in the Austin area. When we look at the odds from this, we've checked out betonline.ag. 
They have Baylor as a five and a half point favorite in this game. The over under 144 and a half. It'll be really interesting to see if Texas can get back to their high scoring ways that they've they've done throughout the season. This is going to be a tough matchup because Baylor is really good defensively. Um, so I probably lean to go under in this game. Um, but can Texas stay within striking distance of Baylor? Um, and can they kind of take over in this game? Uh, they're going to need to stay out of foul trouble. Last game they had a lot of foul trouble with Matt Coleman, Royce Ham, uh, Greg Brown all fouling out. They've got to find a way to limit that. And they've got to really push the tempo in this game and force Baylor into some of those fouls. They need to get to the foul line. They haven't been the greatest at shooting free throws as far as numbers per game, but they're going to have to find a way to do that. But again, we're looking at an over-under of 144.5. Baylor is favored by 5.5, according to our friends over at betonline.ag. Huge matchup. Uh, You know, Texas right now sits as the number two team in the Big 12 Conference. Uh, Oklahoma could have taken over that number two spot, but they lost against Texas Tech in in a really close game on Big Monday. Uh, But Texas still sits as number two. Uh, Latest bracketology, they're still up there. They were a two seed. uh, So we'll be paying attention to that, see kind of where it is. But huge matchup tonight. And really, I think this might be the biggest game of the year. It's not going to hurt them if they lose in terms of, you know, NCAA tournament seeding because obviously nobody's beaten Baylor this year. So they're not going to look at this game as in in that regard. Uh, but still a big game nonetheless because it kind of gives Texas an idea where they are in the pecking order of college basketball. As a top six team, they're expected to uh, take on any comers and, and, and really challenge them and and really, they have this year with the defense and, and the way that Jericho Sims plays inside. And that's going to be huge. They they needed that presence against Oklahoma, and they didn't have him. They're definitely going to need it against Baylor. And so you're hoping that Jericho Sims is ready to go. Uh, Courtney Ramey missed the last game. He's huge as a scorer, as a facilitator. Uh, and if you go back and look at the Oklahoma game, Andrew Jones... Uh, just could not hit any shots, especially from the outside. Um, and, and Texas is one of those teams that they live by the three, they die by the three. So in this game, uh, you, you definitely want to live by the three. You don't want to die by it. You're going to have to find ways to score, uh, given how good defensively and how overall this team that they're going up against. And there's a reason why they're number two in the country. There's a reason why many think that they should be the number one team in the country. Can Texas pull it off? We're going to find out tonight, 6 o'clock at the Frank Irwin Center. Make sure you're tuning in to ESPN, listening on the Longhorns Radio Network, wherever you can listen. Uh, But definitely, this is a huge Tuesday matchup to watch, and it could be a preview of the Big 12 championship game when we get to the tournament, provided that Texas can do what they've done this year and win those big games and get to the championship game and finally get a Big 12 championship. This is Shaka Smart's best shot. Absolutely his best shot in the six years that he's been at the University of Texas. Probably his most talented team. Can the 
trio of veteran guards lead them to victory against Baylor. We're going to find out tonight. That's going to do it for this edition of the Locked on Longhorns podcast. I just want to remind you, as always, keep it locked on. Hook them.